Welcome back to the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. Um, sorry about the inactiveness of us we have been lately, but we're back um, with a bright future ahead of us. Um, so here again, once again, Isaac from Victoria. How are you, mate? Not bad. Good to be uh, back running this time around on the podcast. Have something to talk about for once. Yeah, um, I'm good, yeah. No longer the only person on the podcast who's running, so. It's it's crazy to think it's been a while since all three of us have actually been running and we're all, like, relatively running well, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, what have you you boys been up to lately? Um, Not much. School holidays. Trying to focus on getting good sessions in. Prepping all throughout the day to hit training hard, prepare for yeah. states in a few weeks. Macca, how's the WA climate like? It's fine. It's just sunny. All day, like, max 19 degree, degrees every day. It's, yeah, it's pretty good for winter. Any of boys going away? No. Nah. Yeah, I'm going down south, um... On Thursday, so that should be pretty chill. How far away? Like maybe down to oh. Mandura, mate. Down to it's actually called um Mandura, Isaac. Mandura, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How how far is Dunsborough away? Perth uh, to Dunsborough. It's probably like it's maybe like 300, 400 k's away. Yeah. No. Yeah, th- th- 250 k's away. Yeah. yeah nice. Isaac, you still hitting the gym? Uh, not really. I think I went oh. once last week. Um, and then I'm doing like for legs. It's just like maintenance stuff now. No. Um, and with races coming up, I'm a bit like I don't really want to be doing too much. So I might after tomorrow, like after training tomorrow, I might go and do like a maintenance leg session at the gym, and then just like one two weeks enough really. Stuff. And then just doing like basic you know, glute bridges, stuff like that. So keeping it keeping it chill. Good to be back running. That's uh, keeping me active enough. Um, I'll may as well start off with my week. Um, yeah. For once, talking about running, not swimming or exercise bike sessions. <laughs> um, so uh, we're starting with uh, the week starting at June twenty seventh. So um, Monday rest day as normal. Tuesday, the session was a pretty big one. Um, this is only my second like session back at Studley Park, so kind of eased back into it. I started just with like a couple of tempos at Gardner's Creek on Tuesdays, and then I had a race on a Tuesday, like a well, not really a pub, pub race. Um, sorry That's for Mac's dog. dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just eased into getting back to Studley Park because those sessions are usually a bit harder and higher mileage. Um, so this Tuesday was three by ten minutes off a three minute and five minute recovery, and then three laps of the oval. Um, the first ten minute was a fart leg. It was like minute float, two minutes hard, minute float, ninety hard, minute float, minute hard, minute float, thirty hard, minute float. Um, so basically five minutes hard, five minutes easy in total. Um, that was in the Fear of Eight loop, which is like, you know, cross-country style, kind of loop, turns, hills, grass. Um, and uh, average 322s for that. 
uh, which is pretty happy with that for a 10 minute fight like on there um still like the fitness is there but it's just the strength over the hills that needs needs some work um the second 10 minute was a hollow so four minute on two minute off four minute on um, on the way out on the road had the headwind so it was like three seventeens, and then two minute float and on the way back for four minutes was throw sevens but I had a bit of a stitch which was annoying because i wanted to kind of really push that one um but yeah got a stitch but still throw sevens for four minutes off a few extra isn't too bad um Not bad brother the last 10 minute was an acceleration um definitely went out too slow because like again the headwind so i was like oh i was kind of cruise the way out and then kick on the way back so the way out was like picking it up from like 335s down like around like 325s kind of like 330 ish and then on the way back kicked pretty hard and ran like my last came like 305 and i think the last um last 400 was like in 67 on the road um but felt good tailwind so that was uh that was nice i was happy with that and then just yeah three laps of the oval trying to stick with tom it's like a 350 meter oval um but yeah tom buried me it was like two seconds off him every lap um but yeah fitness is fitness is there um aerobically like only three minute recovery between the first two and then five minute between the next two um like yeah not bad aerobically feeling good it's just got to get the legs back to back to feeling good um and back to feeling like kind of fresh so that was a good session um what the whole session including the recovery and stuff was like 10.6k so like a 15k day including the warm-up and cool down so tuesdays will probably be like the biggest day in terms of all the running um then on wednesday i'm starting wednesday jogs again but i'm only going to do like i don't feel like i need to be doing like 30 35 40 minute jogs at the moment um obviously that's an easy way to bank mileage but coming off stresses and I am trying to train pretty hard just to get the fitness up for states and nationals um, across country. So I'm just going to take the jogs pretty easy. So I'm only going to do 20 minute jog and then drills and strides on Wednesdays. That's all I need just to shake out the legs between sessions. Um, I felt so easy jog on Wednesday. Thursday, um, it's a bit of an interesting session. Uh, this one is probably more catered for Tom in his preparation for World Juniors um, for the 3K. Um, it was 500, 600, 700, 800 off three minutes and then eight minute tempo. Um, but we do try and do like speed all through the year on the track in our, our training just to make sure that you don't like lose that, use that, you lose that kick and uh, sharpness. Um, so the first 400 of each rep was solid and then like the last 100 was a kick down. So for example, like the first the 500 was 400 in like 68 it was a bit slower than we wanted and then like 100 meter kick down and uh i wasn't leading that one so it's not my fault but uh james and sheep who were leading that they absolutely sent the 100 it was literally just like a sprint um so that was a bit bit of a wake up that first rep and then the so that was 122 and the 600 was 135 i think we went 64 and then 31 for the last 200 700 was 152 um that was pretty good. I was happy with that. And the 800 hit uh, hit the wall. 215 um, wasn't yeah wasn't feeling it. And then uh, eight minute tempo just at 320s uh, to shake the legs out. Uh, 
So, yeah, feeling all right um, on the track, but some of the change of pace stuff is still a bit of a shock. Um, You'll get there, mate. Yeah, exactly. Only time will tell. Um, then Saturday, just a 6K thresh on the state cross-country loop out of Bandura. Um, was bang on. My plan was just to be around 320s. Um, this time last year, I ran a thresh there in 322s, so I was probably a bit bit ahead of myself. Um, but I wanted to be at low 320s, ended up running 327s. I was, like, right on 320s for the first, like, 4K, and then there's, like, a hill out the back you boys can see on the map here. It's, like, from here up to here is, like, a long incline. Yeah. And that killed me because then straight away, like, that's a long, steep hill, and then you do that U-turn and go back up a hill, another hill. So it's like yeah. a double hill, and it's just yeah, that's brutal. So right, but if you do, I reckon if you do six months of what you've done so far, you'll run like eight fifteen. You'll be tracked. Hopefully, you've only been doing this for like how long? Five, six weeks. Yeah, do this for six months, and you'll be yeah. Like obviously, I want to be fit for state and national cross, but like at the end of the day, my main goal for like the next six months, and as much as I'd like to run well at a like over the early bit of the track, is my main goal is to be fit for world cross-country trials yeah on the 20 team because like yeah. if they take six people like i think that yeah i should be able to like get fit enough to really don't I, myself think out there. I don't know i don't know i don't can't remember but however many they take i just want to be in contention for that so yeah and it's good to know that like tom's definitely gonna be one of the favorites for that so it's good to know that like i'm training you know with the right people and stuff well, um they still be on the 20s yeah we top edge Oh, yeah, because he's only bottom age this year. Peyton Craig's double bottom age. <laughs> um, Jeez. Yeah. But anyway, that was a good session still, nonetheless, even though I kind of died at the end there. Like, once I lost contact with Doug, like, because he ran with me, um, he's coming off a bit of a niggle, so he just ran with me. And, yeah, once once I lost contact with him, I was kind of, like, mentally, I was like, oh, this is a bit of grind. But I don't want to race. Like, after that long hill bit, you can kind of push the downhill to the finish line. So... I know there's definitely some, you know, and freshen up as well. Like I know there's some seconds that can be shaved off there, but still a solid effort just to see where the fitness is sort of at. Um, and then on Sunday, Fernie Creek long run, 60 minutes. Uh, we got there a bit late, so had to catch up to everyone on the downhill, me and Josh. Um, so, yeah, ended up averaging like 4.19s for 60 minutes um, at Fernie, which is pretty good, but that was mainly because we sent the downhill. Um, the hills still weren't that bad, but, yeah, Fernie's still feeling pretty tough compared to what it was last year. I mean, it's always tough, but, yeah, it's feeling, like, slow. Like, I don't feel fast up any of the hills. Um, but, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there with, you know, just got to get, as Joel said, string the training together and we'll be there. So, solid week. I think it was, like, 54K, I think. Um, so, yeah, pretty happy with that. Um making progress every week so just keen to keep training and see what we've got got a race this saturday uh i didn't think my coach was going to let me do it but he gave me a green light so just a 3k road race for box hill in a relay so that'll be fun um, good stuff we'll yeah. be a next race after that uh next race after that is public school states which is like six what days that? after um that's like 5k does ridgeway do that Oh, right Queensland. Yeah. Nah, oh. Angus, nah. Oh. Um, there'll be like 
Jaden Padgham, Harrison Boyd, Matt. I think Matt Venner might be there because he missed regionals with COVID, but I think like he should get an invitation through. Yeah. Um. Yeah, should be some good comp there. It should be a good hit out because that's that's nine days before all schools, which is perfect. So yeah, that'll be that'll be like a real good hit out just to see what. Do, do you have to make? Top six to go to all schools, or do you automatically go to all schools? Anyone can go to all schools. All oh, right, yours is so different to ours. But then same, to make... same in WA. Yeah. We have we have that we have that for track, but for cross country we have public school zone, public school regionals, and then all schools state. Like when there's no just public school state, but at our all school state they give out just public school medals. So say you come ninth, but then you're second at public schools, they give you a medal as well. Oh, Interesting. But CIS have their own. We just yeah. have no recognition for public schools. It's just everyone together. Because you have so. schools, mate. What? Because you have about three schools. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Maka? Yeah, I can go. All right. So Monday. Had a session, so started off with, at McGilvray, 3.3k, warm up at 4.57s, was chilling. And then started the session. The session that was planned was um, three laps, bends and straights, and then five by 1,200 metres with um, like at 76.80, 76.00 for the lap splits. Um, unfortunately, my breathing just absolutely killed me after the, like my legs and stuff felt fine, but I was coughing up my guts, like on the first 1200 reps, I was just like, yeah, nah, best, better safe than sorry, just pull out. So yeah, oh well, nothing bad about that really, it's, you know, if you're feeling sick. Do you reckon that's from COVID or do you reckon? I haven't had COVID. Apparently, but bad day faster, maybe. Unless, yeah, yeah, I reckon because even like some blokes who don't have asthma or anything, they were like noticing their breathing a bit harder, and then I was just like probably the worst with in terms of breathing. So maybe some like, yeah. like back burning or anything. No, none of that. There's nothing to back burning in the desert, mate. Oh no, we we do have burn offs. Mm, I'm sure you do, mate. <laughs> right, um. So, yeah, that was eh, not a great session, but we move on, obviously. But there's right. nothing bad about it. No. you got to, if you're not feeling great, it's better to pull no out. Point. No. Yeah, yeah there was no point in, like, it would not have changed anything if I had pushed my way through the session. Like, yeah, you're not going to benefit from that. <laughs> no. Uh, then on Tuesday, did 8K easy run at 502s around Star Swamp. The map, Strava map, map. I just forgot how to say map, even though I was saying it right. Uh, anyway, it messed up. It says I ran through the retirement home, but I oh, did mate. Show some respect. Yeah, it's kind of made it weird. I swear, I swear everyone's map was stuffed up last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that uh, apparently, this is what Josh told me, and Josh, Josh McLeod's a very smart man. Um, he said that, because like, heaps of people's watches are stuffing up, apparently it was something to do with be like magnetic fields or something because like the sun did some weird shit weird shit or something yeah, <laughs> that's the shit what he told me he's like the sun <laughs> something happened with one of the satellites probably the, to be like, honest probably it's true 
Yeah, I'll Google it. Um, why? Uh, GPSs. And that can go on. All right. Um, Wednesday had another session. Did um three k warm up at Perry Lakes at four fifty seven pace. And then next, and then I had a tempo um afterwards seven point six k tempo through Bold Park. We tried out a new loop this time. Instead of going through the um, Bulga loop, which is a little bit off the side, which we kind of do, it's like an extra 1,500 metres off the loop, uh, we went and did along kind of like the back straight on the Zamir Trail where it f- kind of flattens out a little bit. It's, we turned right halfway along there and went up this hella steep hill, which went for like 400 metres maybe. But yeah, just went along there. It was probably it's probably the toughest hill in Bold Park that I've done so far. So that wasn't fun. But um yeah, that was good. Then you cut back down and repeat a certain part of the loop. So that was good. Uh 7.6 Ks at 348 pace was working with um Jacob Howard, new boy in the squad the whole time. So that was good. Got some I was pretty consistent this run. My slowest K was on the part with the notorious double hill, which always catches you off guard, which has a 50-metre elevation gain, and that was 406. So effort-wise, I maintained a very good consistency. That was very consistent, and that's good. Uh, yeah, 348, so Bolt Park is always pretty decent because on the flight, that would be about, oh, maybe... 3.30, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, around that, maybe a bit slower, but yeah, effort-wise, that's good. Oh, Mac. And then did a 4K cool-down at 5.22s, so that was a good day. Longer cool-down for you, boys. Yeah, well, I'm just, I needed to get the mileage up after Monday when I didn't run much. Then I did a, yeah, yeah. Thursday, 10K easy run at five-minute flat pace, around Korean Open Space and Star Swamp. Yeah, just another good easy run in the bank. Then Friday, solo session, uh, 3K warm-up around Trig Bushland, and then I did a 15-minute tempo at 3.33s around the footy oval, and then eight by 15-second hills, and then a cool-down. That tempo, was solo. We always do our Friday sessions kind of solo because we can do them solo. Normally I do it with James, but he was down south. That's a good James. like staple session, just like little tempo and heels. Like, oh, you get the benefit, but it's not too taxing. Yeah. It ended up, yeah, no. The trick, is, the thing is, the coach says the main point of Friday session is like the it's heels. Different. That's yeah. the thing. That's the most important part. Cause you're getting in that kind of like speed work and it's yeah, mechanic nice. better. Me- it's good for your, you know, like mechanically and running motion, I don't know, whatever, okay. something like that. Anyway, that was a good session. It was hammering the 15-second hills. Yeah, that was good. The tempo ended up being a bit of a progressive because I didn't, like, do any drills or strides to warm up into the tempo. I just got straight into it. And it was 339, 333, 332, 329 as the case splits, and then like 200 metres, 28s. So, yeah, 
That was good. Just chilling. And oh, fuel cell rebels are actually the perfect shoe for that type of session. Yeah. They were amazing. Like, and around a footy oval as well. Like, yeah. Not gonna lie, I find them a bit too flimsy for me, and they're a little bit too soft. Yeah, I think that they're fine. They're good for. Um, I just feel like this is for me. This session session works the best. Like compared to tracks track sessions where you need kind of yeah something a little bit faster i guess so this is you know. I, I i i see how people like them but i prefer them to yeah yeah Isaac, mate, that's pretty loud yeah well wow, i thought i was on mute nah <laughs> i thought i was turn my mic off sorry all right uh yes yeah, so that was a good session I titled my run pre-Stranger Things binge because after my run, shortly after that, got home and watched volume two of Stranger Things for four hours. So that was pretty fun with the family. Oh, yeah. And then after going to bed late because of that binge, woke up at 5.45 the next morning to go for my long run. Uh, 17Ks in the bank at 4.55s. Just around Korean Open Space, Star Swamp and Trick Bushland. So yeah, that was good. It was oh, it was hella dark though in the morning. Like I was using my torch on my phone and I could only see like four meters ahead of me. So it was a bit bit scary, but you know, got well on. So yeah, sixty five point eight K week in total. So that's good. Next this week, as of when we're recording, I'm probably gonna do like seventy Ks. So yeah, that'll be my biggest week yet. When I hit seventy Ks. Good stuff, man. Have you never hit seventy K? Never hit seventy Ks. I tried to last year, but then like halfway through the week I just had some shin soreness. So good stuff. Um all right. Uh, feeling shit right now. I'll get into my week. Uh, Monday morning before school, I went for a swim session, did 10 by 100 off 30 seconds, split to 125, 125, 125, 125, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, 123, like He's like my new training partner because um, he doesn't really have a coach. Well, he does, but he doesn't give like it kind of just looks over what he does and um, not which, Jasper like, scams. This is a, a new Jasper, a different Jasper. Yeah, he he. This Jasper beat me last year at the regional cross when I got second. Um, yeah, he had, he had a great day that day. Um, he won it, and then he got bronze this year a few weeks ago. So it's good. So it's like his fit. It was good to be doing workouts with him, and I did it with him and Josh and Bree were there, 
Um, it was eight by ninety hard sixty jog. Um, let's get my splits up. The progressive, so it was ten k total for like the warm up and cool down as well. Um, but so it was like three twenties down to three oh fours. Um, so really ripped the last one. Kind of got kind of dropped him in the last few reps. Um, which was good. Felt fast. I did like the cold hocker kick at the last rep. Um, felt good. The next day went for another swim session. This one was a bit of a shocker, I think. Um, my back was really tight. I don't know why. I think my dad cracked my back and he did a really bad job. And <laughs> I felt like a paraplegic friggin' ages. So I did just a swim session, like hundreds and fifties. And then that afternoon got a massage. Um, so yeah, the mass, the massage really fixed my back, which is good. And then, so this is, this is Thursday. I did just 30 minutes at 4.30, a few surges in the last K just to flush the legs out, 6.7 K. And Friday, this was, oh yeah, weird. I did another <laughs> session with Jasper. <coughs> this is like one of my longest sessions back, so. 13.2k total for one. Oui. And it was a 30-minute progression run. So it is 10, the goal was 10 minutes at 350, 10 at 340, 10 at 340, 10 at 347, 10 at 327. Um, yeah, we got rolling. It was good. It was very wet. Like, it was raining. So we had to do it at the synthetic oval when usually we'd go to the lake and do it. But it was, everywhere was, like, flooded. So... I just did it in the oval. Um, and yeah, rested. Oh yeah, I rested. Uh, I rested. I rest Thursday and yeah, I rested Thursday and Saturday. Um, it's running like five days a week. And then Sunday, I just did 50 minutes because I'd work the whole day and a bit of a later night. Just watching the coffee club. Um. And so that was 48.44K per week. So, like, slowly building back. We'll add three consistent weeks in a row. This week, incoming, um, uh, my coach is getting me to run six days and um, and hit 56K for the next, this next incoming week with two workouts and a long run. My long run's, actually, my long run's today, I think, mean, 10 miles today. Um but yeah, oh yeah, and last week I do I do two gym sessions a week, so it's kind of just like maintenance on the legs. It's only really legs and some like chin ups at the end. Um, but yeah, I feel like consistently I've been doing like consistent gym workouts for the past like eight weeks and really feeling just really feeling strong in the legs. So I did a good gym workout yesterday as well. So um, I feel pretty fit. Oh no, like fit. But, like I feel pretty fit. Um, just gonna gain on the like the speed side of things, but just like threshold work, I guess. Um, but we're trending, stuff, trending in the right direction. Gains, big yeah. gains. Huge. But we're sticking with like that two session a week kind of thing. Um, not rushing. That's good. Not rushing it. My dog just decided to climb on the desk. What's <laughs> the dog name? Jerry. Jezza. Oh, no, 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 no,
All right. Let's get into it. The USATF Championships. So this is the Championships of the World World uh, Champs, which are the trials, I guess. Um, Bizak. Some shock results. Yeah. Yeah, Bizak's just chewing away with his chips. Oh, he's having those... Oh, no way. The Honey Valley Crunchy Bars. Those things. Oh, I get one bite and I'm on like a massive sugar high. Mate, they go to good uh, 30 or 27 grams of carbs, mate. Brilliant. Post run or before. Um, but yeah, to the USA uh, World Champ Trials or USA Champs. Um, starting off with the men's 1500 meters. Um, that was won by fan favorite Cooper Tia. It was a slow race, um, slower than he wanted. Um, and big, big Cooper Tia. Around like a 30, or was it 37.98 for his last 300 metres. Um, yeah, that's a, a awesome for Cooper. Um, after just missing the Olympics last year and that 5K, just getting out kicked in the last 100, showing that this time around he's got the wheels. Um, so it's 3.45.86 for the win. Jonathan Davis from Illinois was second in 3.46.01. And Josh Thompson was third in 3.46.07, and I think Josh Thompson had the quickest last Flat. 300. Yeah, he did. 30, 37.84 for his last 300. That is ridiculous running. Uh, so, yeah, they closed very hard. Um, so, yeah, Cooper has the World Champs qualifier or standard, so he's off to Worlds. Um, then, yeah, Davis and Thompson just got to run the time. We'll get the points. Um, next up, the women's 1,500 metres. Uh Sinclair Johnson, too strong, kicked away from the field in the last 100 metres. Um, the commentator said that she was the one with the kick, and, yeah, she proved them right. Uh, kicked away from the field to win in 4.03.29. That's the world champ standard, so she's off. Um, Corey McGee was second in 4.04.52. She also has the standard, so she's off the worlds. And Ellie St-Pierre, 4.05.14 for third. So good running there. Um, 4.03 for Sinclair Johnson, that's pretty quick um and uh yeah still was able to kick off that closing like a 43 for the last 300 so fast running there um in the men's 800 meters uh this is probably one of the like more hyped up events of the championships in my eyes um price hopple who has shown that he can win when it matters previous seasons um was too good for everyone just he knows how to win and he came out on top running 144.60 to win um beating jonah Koech from uh the u.s army team in second 144.74 and then in third was brandon miller with 145.19 miller and uh i think mo are the 800 meter dream team right now (laughs) yeah i didn't actually know that they were dating each other until i saw a flow track thing but um yeah, Brandon Miller was pretty stoked to make his first. And that name is Murphy, team. who was USA champion last year, and he's like got an Olympic silver medal or something. Yeah. Um, got Off the team. team. Yeah, didn't make the team. Hey, it just shows how bloody hard it is to make a mm. USA team. But, um, and then USA will also have Donovan Brazier, because since he won the worst, last World Champs, he gets in. So, like, they'll have four right. Americans there. So, Hopple, Kovic, 
Miller, Umbrazier, and then performance of the championship in my eyes, Baylor Franklin from Ole Miss coming fifth in the US final in 145.65. That is, that's huge. And Baylor coming into the season with like a 148, trying 145, and I don't even think he made the NCAA final. I think he got knocked out of the semis. Like, it's, it, he just it's run so well. Since he ran at um, Penn Relays and he's put like 147 or something and then 148 the next day, I said, like, watch watch out for this man, like fittest man in the NCAA and look, 145 and fifth in the final. Um, it's a very impressive running there. Bryce Hopple, too good. In the women's 800, Athingmo, no surprises really. Um, she won, but she did get pushed um, more than I think people expected by R.G. Wilson. Um, Mo won in 157.16, and Wilson was second in 157.23. So, very close run there. Um, Raven Rogers was third in 157.96. All of the top three are the standard. In fact, the top seven in that race all have the world champ standard. Um, but of course, only the top three can go. Um, so good running there. They went out in those three girls could go without Keely in the race. Even on like a good day, those three girls could go top three. They could, they could. So. But like, the uh, they went out pretty quick. They went like fifty-seven, twenty-five, yeah. and came back in like a fifty-nine higher. But I don't know. I think they're going to need to be able to go quicker than that against someone like the Kenyans, and just be stronger than that as well. If that's the pace they're going out at. Um. But yeah, still a good run. Um. Up to the five thousand meters. Um. In the men's five thousand meters, Grant Fisher dominated um he broke the field in the last k just running away from them to win in a meet record of 1303.86 with teammate woody kincaid kicking hard coming from the clouds to get second in 1306.70 and then uh one of my favorite athletes and i think everyone can agree that he's a fan favorite abdi hamaner from nau yeah. third with the standard School. in 1308 he's qualified for the world champs so awesome to see there and then connor mance fourth 13-11, that's a huge one for him as well. So, some uh, yeah, fan favourites getting up there. But uh, Grant, Fisher just, Grant Fisher looked too good. And then, yeah, I'm speaking of fan favourites, Paul Chalimo, where was he? 11th, 13-24, not his day. Was the go. Um, when the pace picked up, he just didn't have it. Um, Yeah, disappointing, but... Guys. He'll bounce back. You gotta, you just got to go harder, suffer the rest of your life. I reckon he was suffering in that last K. It was his slowest K of the race. Yeah. <laughs> 228 last K for Grant Fisher as well. Holy smokes. Ridiculous. Um, he ran like a 58 second last lap or something. He just, yeah, he just wound it up and no one could go with him. And finally, in the women's 5,000 metres, at least it was a sprint finish down the home stretch. Um, only... Point three separating the field, or oh, the top three. Elise Cranny from Bowman outkicked her teammate Carissa Schweitzer to win 1549.15. Carissa Schweitzer was second in 1549.32, and Emily Einfield was third in 1549.42. And all three of them have the standard, so they are all off to the World Champs. I love listening to um, Let's Run the Post Race Interviews. Mm. 
They're all good, good insights to yeah. how the athletes were feeling. And, um, yeah, Which, a lot of athletes booking their spot to World Champs. Hopefully the Aussie World Champs team is selected soon. Yeah. We'll have to see who we pick. Um, but, yeah, that's all we've got for the USA Champs. Good Mac- stuff. Mac- Joel, who's talking about the, the oh, Tom Games team. Um, so, yeah, the Com- Australian Commonwealth Games team got selected. Um for Birmingham, um, Collis. Um, should I just do like the distance kind of events, like from 800 up? Yeah, so for the women in 800, um, Katrina Bissett and Georgia Griffith, Isaac's ex teammate, um, are in the 800. 1500, Cardwell, because she did win. Uh, Nationals, and then she ran the qual. Lyndon Hall and Jess Hull, that's going to be a good team and a half. Uh, in the 5K, Rose Davies, Jess Hull, and Nat Rule. Is that Nat Rule is going to be debut in the green and gold? Or did she at Oceano? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And then in the 10K, Izzy Batdoyle and Rose Davies. In the steeplechase, Amy Cashin and Brielle Erbecker. Um, and then in the marathon, we have Sinead Diver, Jess Denson, and Eloise Wellings. That is a good team. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a really good team. Um, it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top out of those three girls. Like, Eloise is really fit like, like right now, and Sinead is, always has clutch races. And then Jess Denson ran a is a goat. She ran a quick marrow last year yeah. in Perth, so half as well. Yeah. Um, the men's 800 meters. Oh, this is this is another goat team. Peter Bowl, Joey Dang, and Charlie Hunter. 1500, which is like arguably the hardest event to make. Um, Ollie Hall, Stewie, and Ramadum. Up your ends, Maka. Yep. Um, okay. Rum and Dumb again. Jack Rayner. And Kai Robinson. Jack Rayner's actually entered in like every event. Um, okay. <laughs> Jack Rayner again and Kai Robinson. Stanford dude. Going to make his debut on the green and gold. And Steeplechase, Bucko and Trippus. I wonder why Muddy Clark, no. Yeah, I don't know. Who, Maybe who won? Oh, yeah, he, it was he won nationals. Clarky won national yeah. champs. And behind um, who was his teammate behind him? Uh, uh, Max Stevens. Yeah. Um. Mm. Maybe he's, tro- he's like elected to focus on worlds or something. Maybe. Because like, it's a tough gig, like, do, trying to choose which one you want to do. And steeple chase is pretty taxing on the body. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, World Champs is first, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and then it's, like, straight feel, after it's Com I Games. I feel like you'd have a better chance at placing higher at Com Games. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, Com Games is, like, traditionally, it's, like, bigger in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Like, More people watching. But I feel like in terms of actual, like, Competi- obviously, competition is better at World Champs, but yeah. I don't know. I think some athletes probably it probably might it might mean more to run into Commonwealth Games. Than yeah, and then the Mara, um, the Liam Adams, 
Andrew Buchanan and Jack Rayner's doing the triple. So, that's uh, going to yeah. be carnage, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that's just for the Commonwealth Games. Like, he should be on the 5K and 10K World Champs. Yeah. So if he does them, like... Hey, yes. Yeah, <laughs> three and makes the final in the 5K, he'd run 62K within that what, 10 62K day period. 62K of maximal effort. Within that like 10 day period, I think. Just ridiculous. I think the only way I think, I don't know, if I was to be in that position of choosing between Con Games and World Champs, you'd, or doing both, you'd only, you'd focus on one event for both. You wouldn't do. Yeah. I'd probably do like, the 5k at Worlds and then the 10k at comms or something like that. Yeah. Ollie's doing 15 at both. Yeah. I I I I'm hoping Ollie gets a medal in both. Mm, but that would like, be crazy. My my coach was saying like, look at the Olympics. And he's like, he's like no. He's like looking at the athletes. He's like you can't tell me that any of those athletes look like they could do another three rounds after, like, they'd already done the Heat semifinals, yeah. finals. How are they meant to do that again, like, a couple of days later? Another champs. Like, oh, it's going to be have, like, cooks. a week and a bit. Like, but, Peter yeah. Ball was probably, like, the – he would have been cooked, but he was the only yeah. athlete that, like – Bro, Josh Kerr, I could not see Josh Kerr. Did well across I could not see rounds. Josh Kerr running another three rounds. Mm, and, like, even, like, Ollie Hall, I don't think – no. He didn't run amazing in the final, and same as Stewie. Like, how are they gonna? Yes, you could see up? you could see Stewie was cooked by the final. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough gig. Like trying I to do one what, championship alone. Like trying to do two. It's I think cooked. it means this year the heats will be far more tactical because Olympics last year the heats were all like quick. Yeah, like in the eights, fifteens, and etc. Well, but, it depends. Like, if other countries double up their athletes, and, like, yeah. also in countries like America who don't have the Commonwealth Games, True. they could just send the heats. Th- that would take advantage of that. Yeah, they, they, like, well, they need to. If they don't, yeah. then that's stupid, because they could just cook everyone in their heats, and then in the final, just, they're going to win. Like. And whereas, com, like, athletes from countries in the Com Games, if they're doubling, they'll be like... Mm. And the American marathoners as well, they could just go out and send it and run together. Well, you're not going to double it, do two marathon, two marathons, are you? Yeah, true, but you wouldn't think Jack Rayner would do five, ten, and marathons. So, I mean, <laughs> you never yeah. know. You never true. know, but if people yeah. do two marathons, like, the, yeah. uh, that'd be cooked, but... You think, well, I mean, obviously the Americans aren't doubling up in competitions, but when going into these major champs, do you, do you guys reckon they have, like, you know, it kind of helps the fact that their national champs has many rounds, whereas, like... Mm. Australia, it's like uh, the eights. Uh, Bowl just like jogged to one fifty five. We have the same. No, we have the same rounds. It's just it's not the same. It's just not the depth. We don't have well, semis. No, we only. Ha- oh yeah, but we, we have didn't. semis. Yeah. No, do we? For seniors, yeah. Well, it yeah, just yeah, how many yeah. people enter. They At have three last rounds nationals. There were semis in the fifteen hundred. Oh yeah. What's good? I feel like going on the Diamond League circuit anyway is like better. Because yeah, they're still sure. not spread out too much. Like, you still have, like, a few days. Yeah, I guess if you do it, like, last year, you would get a lot. And together. you're versing, like, the best oh. in the world. You're not just versing the yeah. best in the country. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, like, that's a new level. That's why I reckon Stewie, Jakob, and Oli are such a standout so, from, like, 
other guys yeah. who just race like their country championships. Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But also doing travel a lot, it can be taxing on your body as well. Yeah. So I think. Do who we from the women's and men's teams? Who do we reckon are realistic medal chances at the Con Games? Con Games. Any of those Ollie three Hall. marathon girls? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Ollie Hall. Ollie Hall. Katrina Bissett definitely in the eight. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, Bissett and Ball. Bissett and oh, Ball. The, the UK. UK yes, 800 team is pretty good as well for women. They've got... True. Yeah, true. But Bissett's in the up there, though. She's... And, and aren't Kenya in the Com Games? Yeah. Oh, true, yeah. they got, well. like, Faith Kipiegel and blow that stuff up. Um, uh, I feel like... I feel like... Uh, Uganda's also in the Com Games. They, so, yeah. You're Bucko? Bucko mm-hmm. for top five? Ben Buckingham. Yeah. Maybe... Potentially. Because I, mean, I don't think... There's Kenyans and Ethiopia. Oh, no, not Ethiopia. Kenyans will be there. Do we reckon Peter Bowl could win the eight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Or what, maybe one of the Kenyans. He hasn't lost a race. I don't, I don't know if the, yeah. I the Kenyans are allowed to do... I don't think the Kenyans do both. Yeah, usually they don't do both. I think they've got... Their top six make the team. So what was... um Was Elliot Kip saying sixth or seventh at his? Sixth. So I think he could be in the... I think they already released the team. Oh, yeah. Do some scouting. Um, um, yeah, we have... I reckon if Rainer did, like, the 5K, he could have a... What chance? What about in the Marrow? You reckon? Nah. No, I hope it's not. The Kenyans are just, like, going around, like, 204 or something. True. Depends oh. on... Oh, yeah, true. It won't be a tactical race, will it? No. Um. But yeah, I think. Ooh, the Kenya team has a career in it. The 800 champ. So oh yeah. Tough for both. But he's so in and out of form. Like he can be. Yeah. Up one season and down the next. So. And bowls in some good form at the moment. Mm. Yeah. But he won that race in Belgium. Yeah, 100. But anyway. Um, I'm excited for it. Do you want to talk about oh, it's, stuff? Um, it starts what? next Friday, doesn't it? World Champs what? does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. yeah. So I'm surprised Austra- the World Champs Wait, wait Australia seen. hasn't released a team yet? Nah. What do you mean? Oh, World Champs. Oh, have they not? Nah. And it starts next Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Nah, I think they have released the team. Um... Or maybe probably not. Eh? I guess it's going to be very similar to the Comp Games team. We don't have crazy depth. Yeah. But yeah, Mark, are you going to talk about uh, Stockholm? Yeah, yeah, I can talk. So in the men's 800 meter, we had there was no Australians in the race, but um, Slaman Muller took the win in 144.6, followed by Benjamin Robert in 145.11. And Gabriel Tual in 145.29. Speaking of the Com Games and teams and stuff, interesting to note that Emmanuel Correa came fifth in 145.85. And um, 
Ferguson, Chariot, Rotich came eighth in 148.05. So, yeah. In the men's 3,000 metre, we had uh, Stewie, was, Stewie and Jack were racing, um, but the race was won by Dominic Lokanyomo Labalu, who's actually an athlete of the refugee team. Who and he ran a 7.29.48. He's sponsored by On, so yeah, OAC and On on the up. Jacob Caplimo, surprisingly, um, second in 7.29.55, and Cornelius Kemboy third in 7.31.26, just ahead of Stewie in 7.31.93, and that's probably. Big comeback from Stewie after his couple of months of not so great races. How'd you boys um, react to it when you saw the result? Good. And he reckons he'll be ready for Worlds. Yeah. Hopefully. Isaac? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good time. I was not really surprised, but yeah. Yeah, it's good. And then Jack Rayner was ninth in 747.62, which is a PB for him. Uh, in the women's 800 metre, uh, Katrina Bissett and Sarah Billings. Sarah Billings pacer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Billings pace. Katrina Bissett was racing. Uh, Mary Mora took the win in 157.68. Followed by Keely Hodgkinson in 158.18. And Katrina Bissett was third in 158.54, which is a season best. And then over in the men's 1500, um, Philip Sassenek took the win in 336.56, followed by Matthew Stonia in 336.6. And then Ronald Musagala third in 336.9. Matt Ramsden, or as we like to call him, Matt Ramadan, was fourth in 337.05, which is the season's best for him. And Ben Buckingham was pacing. In the women's 1500, uh, Lyndon Hall took the win in 402.65, followed by Winnie Nanyondo, who came second from Uganda, in 403.66, and Georgia Griffith, third in 404.75. So good runs from the Aussies in that race. Ellie Sanford was also pacing. Yeah, that's good results for Lyndon and Georgia ahead of the two major champs that are coming up. Yeah. I think that... Is that it? I think that wraps up Stockholm Diamond League. Yep. Should we move on to the... Do a brief recap of Gold Coast. We can touch on it, yeah. Should we do half and full? Yeah. In the um, men's race, Brett Robinson took the win in the time of 103.14, followed by Ed Goddard, who was second in 103.19. Running within the Savo. And Tim Vincent, third in 103.31. Not the Huge runs from uh, Goddard and Vincent. Yeah. yeah. Especially Tim Vincent. 63, 30, whatever. It's Liam good. Adams, who's on the Commonwealth Games team, came fifth in 103.52, which is That's also a very times. good result. And um, youngster Sam Clifford, 
cra- made a cracking half marathon debut in 105.16. That's, that's very impressive. That's really good from him. Tenth, and 10th uh, spot as well, so he beat some yeah. good runners. And fan favourite um, from Inside Running Podcast, Brady Threlfall ran a half marathon PB in 105.27. Not bad. Love to see it. Not bad at all. In the women's race, Eloise Wellings, who's on the marathon team for Com Games, took the win in 110.53, followed by Jess Stenson in 111.35. Third place went to Laura Nagel in 115.50. Some good results there. And then over to the main event, the marathon. It was won by Joe Fukuda from NN Running Team and Japan, who ran a time of 2.10.55 to take the win. Second place was Akihiro Kaneko in 2.14.25. And third place was Amori Paquet from Belgium in 2.15.45. Fourth place and first Australian over the line was Lewis McAfee in 21750. And marathon debut as well. Yeah, marathon debut. Good run from him. Uh, rounding out the Australian podium, we had Jacob Cox, 21903, and Aiden Hobbs, 22008. Good results, results there. Bradley Croker, another fan favourite from Inside Running Podcast. Came 11th in 2.23.26. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was his first marathon in four years, so. Yeah. Not bad at all. Thanks for getting the results, Macca. Over to the women's race now. Oops, sorry. (laughs) Lindsay Flanagan from the United States took the win in 2.24.43. Lisa Waitman was second in 2.25.55. A really good run there. And Shiho Kanashigi from Japan was third in 2.29.12. Rounding out the Australian podium, Nera Jarab um, ran 2.35 for sixth place overall and second Australian. And Anna Kelly was third Australian and seventh overall in 2.36.44. Some good results over in Gold Coast. Good shit. Oops. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, good stuff, Maga. Um, can you talk a little bit about like what the future of the podcast looks like? Yep. Isaac? Uh, Basically, we've decided that we want to become a more interview-based podcast, so we want to try and bring as many athletes on the show as we can um just to try and like yeah give you guys an insight into like pro running and college running and um you know get some smarter people on here than just us and then once a month we'll have a recap episode where we just talk about our results from the last month and any big results in running and news and running so basically do the previous normal episodes once a month and then just try and get in interviews um yeah we don't want to promise anything like you know a certain amount any, any week because you know we're all doing school and training as well so and, and jobs. yeah so 
Mac, Mac just wanted to flex that fresh in the workforce. <laughs> Finally um, got a job. Let's go. But uh, yeah, we just want to let you guys know that think we're changing things up a bit, but there will still be episodes out. Um, yeah, don't. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Don't want to like promise, you know, weekly or you know, a certain amount of guests a month, but. We are going to try and get more guests on, try and make it more interesting uh, for you guys and just hearing our voices and, um, yeah, trying to give you guys some more insights into the running world. So let us know. Um, just give us a DM on Instagram and let us know who you'd like to have on the show. And if we get some pretty common uh, requests, then we'll try and reach out to them. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'd like to say um, we might – we'll try and, you know, these interviews – kind of we won't just ask them about you know running and stuff we can you know spice it up try and cause, you know lots of interviews are here with professional athletes all kind of the same and everything but like maybe i don't know you've seen sit and kick ask them some general knowledge questions or something at the end i don't know then have maybe a leaderboard where we tally up all their scores across you know the years compare the athletes on there I don't know, just make it fun. Yeah, just try and entertain you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that uh, rounds this episode up. Don't want to bore you guys too much, but thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. Quickly go out on the quick um, quote of the week. Oh, yeah? Um... Pause. Catch your breath. But don't be wrong. Shut up. Shut up. Cody Lake this week, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take a